Greetings, ladles, jelly spoons, and all other non-binary kitchen utensils. This is the Gravy Wheels Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andrew. I'm Franklin, another host. And I'm Hova, and I get paid to be here. That bullshit. That's the only reason I'm here. I wish. It kind of looks like I was about to ask you uh, why you have a piece of lunch meat hanging from your ceiling, Andrew. Then I realized it's a ceiling fan. That's that. That's a fan blade. Yep. With a good light. job, buddy. I so, have a fire uh, extinguisher too because I'm fancy or smoke detector, whatever the fuck those are called. You know, I should, wish it was a fire extinguisher. They should make those. How do I get this to hang on my? <laughs> I've got, I've got an, uh, I've got a, a business proposal for you two right now. Yes. I okay. Mean. How much do you need? You know, they have, <laughs> they have all these, like, stupid, like, shower curtains and, like, bathroom sets and, like, bedspreads and all this and that. Why don't we have, like, crazy novelty ceiling fan blades? Like, uh, pickle loaf ceiling fan blades or pizza slice ceiling fan or gravy wheels ceiling fan and blades. I, ha- I have seen ceiling fans that the blades are replaced with skateboard decks. Oh, that's, so here's that's the thing, awesome. we don't even have to make, we don't even have to produce fan blades. We could just put, we could just make vinyl stickers that are like cut to fit sizing. And then we could sell them for, what, 25, 30 bucks a kit? How much did fatheads cost? Billions. Yeah, we'll be fan fatheads, fan heads. Speaking of fatheads... Damn. I got. I finally found a, a spot for John, old John one one seven over here. Nice. He's got a little bit of a shiny face, but there's not much I can do about that. I don't think so. Yeah, well. I got another. Next, next step is to getting the three dimensional love doll. You can just pin up there. All right. I got one. It's just not displayed currently. So. Real talk. It's in the wash. Real talk though. Who's hotter, the weapon or Cortana? Cortana. The weapons, like, she seems like a little not all there, so I can't look at her in a sexual way. You know what I mean? Sure, but that other robot. Other robot. Robot. Cortana. Oh. Cortana um, was all there, and she was sassy. She knew, you know, she was she was down to get down, too. You could tell. I like, I enjoy weapon. Uh, I am not attracted to video game AIs. <laughs> I am. God knows I am. I do enjoy Weapon. I think she's she's relatively amusing. You know, I feel like that the concept of the AI that's like, oh, I'm just happy to be here and like doesn't know a lot of things about sarcasm or shit like that is like that's that trope has been done so fucking much. But I still I think Weapon's fine. I like her. They were also like. The first, maybe not the first, but one of the first to do it, though. Uh, sure. I mean, it's not like they're jumping on. You know, it's a, it's an original Halo concept. Oh. Yes. Not, definitely not one that 2001 had 40 years ago. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's, it didn't, I'm not saying it originated with Halo, but it's not like Infinite wrote it in to be no. cool. You know what I'm saying? You did say original Halo concept, though. Original Halo, yeah, like the original Halo. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Halo 1, Halo CE. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stands for Championship Edition. Is that what it stood for? 
No. No. What did Combat it... Evolved. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. <laughs> you knew that. You did that. Just Jedi just mind tricked you. That's why I'm wearing this robe. Gives me Jedi powers. Uh, this is clearly. a blanket. It's not a robe. I want a shaker, dude. I need some GG in my life right now, bro. You know what I did dumb today? Uh, huh. <laughs> Alright. I do a lot of dumb things every day. But I took my nighttime pill pack this morning instead of my daytime pill pack. So, so now you're sleepy, Joe. Yeah. But I've got, got a, some drowsies. Got a way to fix it, though. Poppers. You're out of control. What's, what's in there? Coins, I guess. Oh, just a uh, just a Halo themed rock star. That's one of that's one of the mental focus ones, isn't it? Can you see in my? It's nothing but rock star, basically, and a bottle of ketchup, because you, know. you can see this one with the, the tab bent. Oh, because you didn't even drink. Oh, but I will, I will go officially on record here and say that yeah, this fucking blackberry goji slaps. I think I bought six or eight more flats of it the other day. <laughs> it's out in the garage. What were the flat? The flats are like twenty bucks for like twelve or something. Let me finish my coffee before I get my rock. It's twelve. Yeah, it's a twelve pack for like eighteen or something. It's not too bad. Oh, man, it's not bad at all. Your mic keeps cutting out for me. I'm sorry. Who's Frank's? That's the second time I've noticed it. Whenever you said I did something dumb today, all I heard was dumb today. Or I'm guessing you said I did something dumb today. Or along those lines. Is this a normal flavor that's not going to go away? Does anybody know? I hope it stays forever because I like it. I enjoy it. I have no it's idea. It's a nice one. It's a nice one for sure. So, what do you guys think about those weekly uh, challenges that updated yesterday for Halo? Bad. Much bad, yeah bad the challenges uh, themselves aren't bad it's just that yeah. the incentive for doing them is bad and they and the challenges are only going to get better as more and more playlists are updated and stuff like that but yeah i mean the rewards specifically i didn't even realize until you mentioned that it was a not so for context last week the weekly ultimate challenge keep in mind if you actually grind these and finish them out uh it doesn't take a super long time i usually end up getting them finished by like the weekend or during the weekend so then you have to wait until tuesday until you get new weekly challenges if you complete all the weekly challenges then you get the ultimate challenge and if you complete the ultimate challenge then you get the ultimate unlock the ultimate reward for doing so and last week was a background that goes behind your nameplate uh so basically like think banner and call of duty there's like a background behind that and or was it? Yeah, it was a background, right? And it was just two yeah. zeros. It was double. Yep. It was two zeros. Two and zeros. That was like with a little star at the bottom. Yeah, super fucking lame. Uh, not yeah, into it, and not even like, not even like uh, opinion wise. Like it's pretty objectively like it was very Fun. simple and bad and yep. not worth a grind for a week. And then so it was like, all right, they won, whatever. And keep in mind they're probably on holiday break right now, so you have to give them that too. But it updated yesterday, and now it's a it's fucking one, one. emblem. No, it, it's oh but God. it's a but it's a, just an emblem of like Master Chief doing something. It's like better it's, looking. It's, it, I'll t I can tell you exactly what it is because I've seen it before. It's a circle 
with like sort of Master Chief's like side, sort of like his hip in it, and a hand that's at yeah. the hip, and the hand is holding a dog tag. And it's not just an emblem that you can like put on your nameplate and a weapon and a warthog. It's specific, specifically a weapon emblem. So you can only put that on a weapon, which is big, and you're barely going to see it in the game anyways. And I, it's just like, and to, that, we're supposed to be waking up and, and finding these weekly challenge rewards and being like, fuck yeah, this is going to keep me playing for seven days because I got to get all these challenges and I've got to unlock that. And they're dropping double zeros and fucking Master Chief's fucking Arthur fist in the goddamn rewards. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's get the full context for this, though, because because of the weird way that they have coded the way the game works. So this emblem has actually been a previous weekly reward. But yeah, it was for too. your profile. It was just an icon that you like made your little banner thing. Not even not the background, but the banner itself. It had a little icon. And so now you're unlocking the same thing, but for weapons. And if they're going to go through with this, you're going to have to unlock it two more times. <laughs> once for vehicles, because you can put little icons on vehicles. Once for armor. And once for your armor. Yeah. So they I, really need to like reconsider how they're distributing that because those that's lackluster rewards four times. Every right. shitty reward became four shitty rewards. Like everybody already nobody cares about like your icons and shit. It's like you want weapon skins, you want armor shaders, you want shoulder pads, helmets, yeah. you know shit like that that you know people will notice. I, I get that they've got to like stretch out content. You know they can't take. You can't be a sniper skin every week because obviously sure. they're going to run out of things to monetize the game and it was free to play. And unfortunately, I feel like 343 was kind of put in this position where like they didn't even have enough trust in themselves or, or, or maybe not themselves, but in the success of the game to make it a paid title. So they made this decision a long time ago, assumingly, that it was going to be a free to play game. And because of that, that completely restructures the entire unlocks and reward system because if you look at the master chief collection it is damn near the definition of perfect as far as unlockables in a game goes you have multiple seasons that are coming out those seasons never expire and go away you can always go back like right now there's like over 10 i think seasons in Master Chief Collection. At any point, you can go back and unlock shit from Season 2 or Season 3 that was, like, over a year ago. You can do that. And the way that you get that is the same. You get daily and weekly challenges and shit like that. And you get, like, these little... Uh, it, it's basically a currency. You get, like, some of the challenges, you only get one. Some of the harder challenges, you'll get three or five or whatever. And you build up that currency, and then you use those currency as a... Uh, tier skip you, you spend one point for a tier skip to unlock that level of the season pass so think of the same season pass that's infinite but you spend that currency to unlock each one instead of it being xp based also in the shop that or they call it the exchange so you have daily and weekly items and shit like that 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 same exact currency is used to buy those individual skins so it's like fucking perfect because all you have to do is grind challenges to get those fucking that in-game currency and then you use that as your your tier skip currency and the daily exchange weekly exchange etc etc but the problem is that we're talking about a free-to-play game you can't have that system in halo infinite 
where it's purely based on fucking earning these tokens that are unlocked in gameplay whenever you're trying to monetize a free-to-play game. So they kind of, like, it was such a good thing because right now everybody's talking about Halo. No one's really talking about COD. Definitely no one's talking about Battlefield. There's all kinds of new players checking it out. And it's free. So everybody, you know, that's the easiest thing. It's like, it's free. Fucking try it out. And everybody's trying it and most people are loving it. But they kind of shot themselves in the foot at the same time because the hardcore Halo players that have been here, uh, you know, the whole fucking time and are loving it. And even the new people coming over, it's like the progression sucks because they can't really figure out how the fuck to monetize the game. It's something, well, I mean, when MCC came out, it was also super fucked up. It bears mm -hmm. repeating. It did not launch in a good state. Right. But they did stick with it, and they did keep changing it until it finally got to the point where it is now, where it's quite good, and it's, yep. you know, much and smarter. I, don't I had that I had that debate on Twitter yesterday, and I, and I saw someone bring up that exact same thing, and the only problem with that is, and, and sometimes even I forget, fucking MCC came out in 2013. I mean, God. it took at least five years for, wait, is that right? Even if it's not, I know it took a long time. It, I, I think 2014. Yeah, it came out in 2014. It took at least five years for them to figure that out, and and from it being like literally unplayable, and at least with Infinite, that's not the case, right? But it went from like trash on all fronts to like if you log into MCC now, it's fucking amazing. I don't know why they haven't just launched that shit free to play, but um, and but the difference with Infinite is. Like, okay, yeah, I have trust that 343 can turn shit around because we saw it with MCC, but it's a totally different experience because they have to figure out how to have these cool in-game unlocks and a system that works, but also pay for the fucking game. How... Well, MCC also, not only having bad, um, like, monetiz like micro... Just the cosmetic and progression system being bad when it launched... How many of the Halo games did it actually launch with? Because I know it didn't launch with all of them. I think it was just like 1, 2, and 3 original, Or maybe it went all the way up to 5. But like they added Reach later. Um, there might not have been multiplayer for all of them at first. I, I don't remember exactly how it worked. I remember you, you couldn't LAN it. It was completely broken. Like, you had to have an online connection to have a LAN connection, which didn't make any fucking sense, and it was broken as shit. Um, there was people, like, you know, getting your friends in a lobby was impossible. You would start matches up in matchmaking, and it would be, like, it's supposed to be 4v4 Slayer, and there'd be, like, six people on one team and two people on the other team. And just, I mean, it was fucking beyond broken beyond broken like there and that's just the multiplayer I, I i remember there was a lot of issues with campaigns too i think halo 3 co-op campaign is still uh fairly broken to this day like they're still trying to figure that shit out we we tried to play co-op once was it halo 2 or 3 it was 3 and it was laggy as fuck and we it thought it was like my connection or something but the more i looked into it i'm pretty sure that's just something that's been plaguing halo 3 co-op in the Master Chief Collection, unfortunately. Because that's like their that's like their dynasty or whatever, you know what I mean? That's like their their legacy, you know, title. That's like their flagship, you know, selling point. Like, look at our entire Halo lobby. Come buy this and it makes having an Xbox worth it. And it's like But it is pretty good now. It's way better than um, I 
really didn't play Halo since, like, Halo 2. Mm-hmm. I played, like, a little bit of, like, maybe, oh, which one had Forge? Which one did Forge come out on? It's three. Is that three? So I I played like none of the Halo Three campaign, but I played like some shit on Forge, but like um, I haven't played since like I moved away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Really? But like I, it's fun, and I really like the open world aspect of the campaign though. Multiplayer, I like it. What I like about the multiplayer though is, dude, I'm a slut and I will buy everything that goes on in that store. Like I've got cat ears now. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, it's fucking, it's awesome. And then I've got That's like, how I am too. Yeah. The pricing needs a little tweaking. <coughs> yeah, definitely. But they they need to do that. They need to maybe start selling some a la carte things instead of all these bundles because a lot of bundles are like padded out with shit that you don't fucking care about at all. Yeah. yeah. And then like I noticed um, I wonder if they're listening a little bit. Did you guys see the bacon pizza pack? They called it the snack yeah. pack or snack attack yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. The there's what so it was like two or, or I think it was the same emblem. It was like a bowl of cereal. But you get it for uh, player card, weapon, and vehicles, yeah. And then, uh, and then the pizza, and then the bacon, and it was seven hundred points, which is basically seven dollars. So I thought that that was like a really decent price point. I mean, could it be five? Sure, yeah. But are we gonna bitch about two more dollars? Like, I don't think it's that bad at all. I think their pricing on that makes sense, in my opinion. I think I I think it's a little high. I think it could be five. I guess honestly, for charms, because- I mean. Exactly, they're charms. It's like yeah. they, they, they're not even that cool. The only person who's going to see them is you, unless somebody else picks up your god. And that's like, that's fine, I, I guess. It's just are, like, it, se- it just seems like too much for me. Can, are camos client side? Are they weapon skins? Everybody, yeah, do everybody see camos? I, I don't, I can't yeah. remember. Everybody they sees do. weapon skins, yeah. See, and if you pick I, up a weapon somebody else picked up initially, it has their skin on it. Yeah, yeah. I've, like once they drop it, it keeps their skin. Because yeah. I picked yeah. up uh, somebody's nerf nerf rifle before I had the nerf pack. Before yeah. I had the yeah. nerf. Yeah, I think one thing that they could do to like make that little seven dollar pack better is just throw like the classic Black Ops two. Throw a fucking bacon skin in there. You know what I mean? Where you can, where, you, where your whole fucking bait, your whole gun just looks like it's wrapped in bacon. They they did that shit in Bo two, and everybody bought it. Everybody bought that shit. Everybody just wanted bacon guns. But see, like, yeah. the difference is, is back in BO2, when they sold that, and I wish for the fuck of me I could remember the pricing. I, I want to say they were like $2.99 to get the bacon pack. And when it's you got the th- bacon pack, that bacon skin went on every fucking gun in the game. And every game has that problem these days where they're trying to break everything up. And it was happening back when there was loot crates too because they needed enough content to have enough fucking shit to pop out of these stupid fucking crates. But when you, like, weapon specific skins need to go the fuck away. That shit is so that, goddamn dumb. That's terrible. And it's funny too because, like, with all of this discussion of how they've padded the battle pass and, like, how there's lots of shit that nobody wants. There are no Covenant weapon skins. There are no weapon skins besides USNC skins. It's not even just, like, Covenant, because... Unless you consider... Or Brute or whatever, so... Yeah, it's anything. I don't know the preferred nomenclature these days. Right. I don't either, because apparently a fucking... uh, An elite... Do you guys know what the elites are? Elites? They're not Covenant. They're Sanghealy. 
uh, found that out during the HCS strain. They they did a little trivia. It was kind of cool. But anyways, yeah, I noticed like one of my favorite weapons in the in the game is the mangler, and so I've got I've got a shit ton of charms now. I've got bacon. I got pizza. I got Nerf darts. I got fucking the controller. I got a bunch of shit. So I'm like, okay, cool. I could just put a different charm on like everything in the game, and I started going, and I'm like, where's the, oh yeah, the fucking mangler's not here, and I'm, I'm hoping, like, I, it doesn't make sense to me when they're trying to figure out how to monetize this game, and the prices are what they are, and everything, like, how the fuck are you not gonna have all these other weapons, all the covenant weapons, all the brute weapons, whatever the fuck, the manglers, everything in there, doesn't make sense to me, like, you've gotta, you, you've got all these other weapons you can make attachments, and skins, and, you know, I don't know. There. There's, like, a really weird part of me that feels like this is all planned. Like, they planned to have some shit that everybody would hate, and it was clearly a bad idea, so that when they fix it, they can win some points. Like, season two is going to be like, Covenant Weapon Skins! Ah, yeah, come back. We, we, yeah, we, we smashed all the skins together, so now you can apply any skin to anything. I, like... This is a minor thing, but last night I was playing, and I unlocked the... You know, in the Battle Pass, it's like each kind of stage is a different character from Reach. You get, like, all yeah. their shit. Heroes of Reach. Right. So I got to uh, Jorge's stuff, George's stuff. I can't remember what his name is. And it's like, you know, he has, like, a brown armor, and he has, like, a big beefy chest plate with, like, a shoulder piece that comes up and, like, protects that side of his head. Right. And it's the shoulder, the, the chest piece is, like, bright orange. And... Everybody else's, like, if you put attachments on your armor, they don't interact with the shaders. They don't interact with the coloration. So, like, if you put a chest piece on, it's just gray. Right. Doesn't matter what the rest of your armor looks like. It's fucking gray. But if you have his armor shader on and you put that chest piece on, it turns orange. And it looks cool because it's, like, part of his thing. Right. But that's the only armor piece that does that. So even with that armor shader, everything else is still just gray bullshit. Doesn't look good. Right. It's like it's just like it. It feels half-assed. It just feels really half-assed. Chess pieces and shit that are unique to a certain Spartan armor set too is like even scummier than the fucking like. Well, this camo only works on this weapon. Yeah. You know, I, I just I don't understand. You could still design. A billion fucking... I mean, it goes down to shoulders and knees and back and... The hand. You know, chest and hand. So, like, you can already design a billion fucking different ideas around that. But when I buy a goddamn $15 flower... Or, oh, sorry, flowers up here. The bears on my chest. When I no, buy a you $15 have a flower down here fucking... Too. Okay, yeah. When I get a $15 pack that has fucking flowers and a bear in it, make it work across all the fucking different armor sets. That's absolutely... Yeah ridiculous it's just so stupid that you can't have a certain helmet on your guy because you want to use this armor set so you can use your fucking bear that you bought yeah i i think that the whole concept of armor cores is like is it's just not really a good way to be doing this um i think they're gonna find themselves backed into a corner like relatively quickly because what are you going to do? Like, every season you come out with a new armor core and you say, well, I guess all the shit in the battle pass is for this one now. <laughs> I did see I that they, like, straight up apologized on on their little, like, uh, holidays update video or whatever for the way that the, init the, the first uh, 
samurai event went or whatever, they they like apologize and they're like, hey, we're we're changing this. We're gonna take like the whatever. I think they had tier or uh, swaps in there and stuff. They're like, we're taking all that stuff out. We're gonna add, you know, we're gonna. They like they changed a bunch, but yeah, not only they did they change it. a lot, they they like sat there on camera, acknowledged that they fucked up, and apologized for it, which was cool to see because that's a lot more than you get from a lot of these other studios. So my hopes are still very high. So did you guys read anything about Halo Infinite today where Xbox boss discusses high-level staff departures that's just been recent? No. I guess no. I guess um, they've commented, they've had some senior leaders leaving Halo Infinite's development team, turnovers natural, blah, blah, blah. So there's always going to be... All right, the mo- here's, the, here's the interesting quote, which maybe things are going to be getting better. The momentum of the project is going one way, and that person has a vision that's going the other way. So maybe they're, like, listening to what people are and putting those people on other projects and bringing in, you know, different people. Man, you could interpret that either way, though, I feel, too. I know. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Spend time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm... The game itself is fun. I'll stick around because of that. You know, right. that's 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 kind of my game right now. That's basically all I'm playing. Right, same. And I really, but, I really, uh, I, I really enjoy the 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 campaign because to me it's a lot like Far Cry or Just Cause or like the Mad Max game, where you're like you know, settling these areas out, finding all these collectibles and shit, and then you know just free roaming and killing people. I really like it, but I'm in the middle of like three other games. And um, it's it's hard to just like devote myself just to. Uh, Is that what you've been doing this whole time? You Probably. have the worst ADD. It's in the morning. Life. It's in the. This is the morning time. This is not normal. I should be drinking and having fun, but I'm not. I can't drink. I can't drink in the morning. It's. You have so many problems. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to know that that's a bridge you haven't crossed. <laughs> Unfucking real, my dude. Unreal. Yeah, buddy. I I have thought about. I sat down in my chair, and I'm not incredibly mobile today. So I was like, I was gonna get up and get my pocket, but I was like, I ah, fuck fuck this. I know Frank will have his, and we'll just talk about it like that. There it is. Anal og pocket. Frank of Pallet Town is his handle on Twitter. I named... What did I name my guy? I think I named my trainer Dracula in Pokemon Yellow. Oh, do you have have an actual card of Yellow? I have an actual Yellow card, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you, like, go down to Ocean Avenue with it? Get down to Electric Yellow cart. Oh, Yellow cart. Oh, I thought you said Yellow card. I had a buddy no. that went back and bought all the, you know, like yellow, blue, red, and, and even some of the others had like the full collection of like the authentic carts. And he just recently did it like a year or two ago. It just, and it wasn't like, just like from a collector standpoint, maybe to play a little bit too. And then like everything this summer just like blew up. And I, he looked at full collections on eBay and he was like, so I'm going to sell this. Now because no don't no never sell oh, he that already shit. Did. Oh he idiot! Did. Who who was that? No. Oh you DM me because I'm gonna kick I'll him the tell balls. You. Yeah, I know. It's just like, but I mean at the same time I don't play. It's it's crazy right now the way everything's going with gaming. But it's good to see them. Well, 
I mean, especially stuff in handheld in the handheld arena right now is becoming more valuable just because the pocket just came out, yeah. and we do need to talk about that. Despite Joey's, I mean, Joey got to play with mine at least a I little did. bit. I did. I dabbled. Which, so by the way, have... we uh, we failed on on something. Original cart. We did. This is not a yeah, fake. Remember, we tried something that we failed. Oh yeah. I have did. a remedy in the mail though. Oh, very nice. Oh, did you guys, did you guys try to trade Pokemon with the uh, cables? No. No, we tried to play Mario Kart. <laughs> we tried to play Mario Kart on his modded Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I have a modded GBA, like the the yeah. OG GBA, and then he and we we actually compared the screens, and that was pretty cool. So he put his in GBA mode, and because it does like the the fake whatever, and uh, and he tried to like match the brightness. It was definitely brighter, obviously. We kind of assumed that, but he he downgraded the the brightness to basically match mine and they looked very similar like the emulation of that is really well done yeah because there's also uh, it also desaturates the colors a little bit so like you can really i mean the the effort that they put into getting the the displays to mimic the old ones is like really impressive and oh. i know that that's in large part due to like the way those screens are made the outrageous resolution of those screens yeah is just so bomb. Some of the pictures that you guys it. were sending Damn early it. on, like, didn't even look real. They looked fake. I know. It's yeah. It's kind of like that thing where you would walk up in a store to like a cell phone that was sitting on a counter, and it would have a sticker on it. Yeah, you just want to peel that it makes off. It, yeah, and it's you're like, oh, but this look, it looks. It's like the screen does look kind of fake on the pocket, yeah. even in person. It's just like it's just really, really nice. It's alien so, technology. Yeah. It's so crazy how good it looks. Everything looks good on there. Like, um, like uh, I was, I played some Game Boy Advance games, like Iridium 3D, and I forget what else. Um, and they look like you're playing like a fucking PlayStation. If you have it like on the settings or whatever, not the original settings, but the analog settings, it looks mm -hmm. like it's like you're playing like a fucking PlayStation One game. You know, because of you how that you should see Shrek on it. Looks oh god, really yeah. good. The game or the you have the video carts. I have of, the video carts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watched we, we watched about one minute of Shrek at like four frames per second, and no, we're probably the only people to have put a Shrek cart in an analog pocket. So it's uh yeah, I mean that's one way you could watch the movie. I guess it's probably not the worst way to watch it. There's probably I could probably think of a worse way, I guess, but that's not you don't that's not you're not going to do that first try. Um, you're gonna bust out your fucking laser disc first. You watch Tenet? Can we watch Tenet on it? Did anybody buy the Tenet on the Game Boy Advance cartridges or no? I think there's only one. So yeah, I don't. I don't think you can sell other people's <laughs> movies when you put them on a Game Boy cart. I don't think that's <laughs> how that works. I don't even think he got it all on. Yeah, it's not. He put it on three or seven or something too. I think it wasn't even a single cart. He had to break it up. Oh, uh, it's yeah. What were you gonna say? It's it's good for me though. Um, the G the GBA games that use the the triggers kind of suck. As you can see, I've kind of got a little nub thing going on, so it's kind of a little awkward. And on your format for like the GBA, it's a little bit wider, and you get you get those big paddles. These are tack switches. Uh, Go ahead. I am well. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that they're going to introduce controller rebinding, and then you could probably just map those to the face buttons because yeah. there's four face buttons mm -hmm. instead of two, like a regular Game Boy. Mm -hmm. So these Andrew are. Andrew mentioned that he was like, "I wish they would have made it in the original Game Boy." 
peripheral. They, yeah, I wish that it. I wish that it had the horizontal orientation, but I understand that they're trying to, you know, wanted to replicate the original DMG like as much as possible. Right. So the, these are, are pretty satisfying tack buttons, and then your front facing ones are all. All of them are membrane. I like membrane over tack for like this. I, I, I don't I, know if I agree with you. Well, I do because they're not like super clicky. I mean, they I are wish, if you hit I, them, but I mean. I mean, I think that all in all, the thing is like built super well. It is plastic. It's plastic and glass. It's like it got like a really nice matte finish on it. Um, but it doesn't the screen feel thing that you showed me is oh yeah interesting. The, the screen itself is glass. is a nice slab of glass. But yeah, like as Frank is showing us, it rises above the level of the face of the thing. It's not flush. Is it about the buttons, or is it like it's not is flush. It flush with the buttons? The buttons are no. higher. Okay. Buttons, buttons are higher. Are, at least it's not. It, imagine if, if it was like the highest thing. If you were to lay it face down, I don't know why you ever would, but that would be bad. Not that that glass isn't gonna still make contact because of the way they designed it. It's kind of weird. I'm pretty sure that the glass that they've used in it is like the same sort of glass, like Gorilla Glass that you, they put on phones now. So right. it's like it's pretty sturdy. It's not gonna get nicked up too bad if you just like are not as careful with it as you should be. But. It yeah. needs like a silicone sleeve that just adds that little bit of profile above it to where that way, if you were to lay it face hey. down or a kid lays it face down or whatever. Is the, I'm, with, I'm with you. Is the clear case just a transfer case, a transport case, or is the clear case like a playable case? Because remember, You can't play it. You know, uh, it's just a transport thing. It's just like a showpiece, basically. Also, I think you guys think that I was lying about this, but I have to keep this like put in a drawer because my cat's... There's something on it. I, I fucking said this, and you said your cats don't have a problem with it, but they are, like, infatuated with something. Maybe it's, like, a frequency or something, you know? Or maybe it's... Well, whenever it's shut off. It's, like, I don't... Maybe the, the kid... Is a battery on the board anywhere, maybe? Like a, I don't know. There it is. Mean, my my oh, cats man. don't give a shit about it, so... So, I don't know. The kid making it, like, was eating a tuna sandwich or some shit? I don't know. God, I hope. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. Is there, like, any numbers out there for those? Because I feel like they're just swimming in money now. They're going to be on Shark uh, Tank. They're like, we sold 7 million of these units that we built in our garage. I don't know, man. I, I have no idea. Because their production chain is, like, so fucked up. I remember this year they were also supposed the to launch a... Done it. They were also supposed to launch a TurboGrafx-16 clone. Yeah. The Turbo Duo. Or the Analog Duo. That's what it's called. And that's, like... It was supposed to come out this year. They just delayed it, like, yesterday. Yikes. I forgot that I bought the analog. The, no, that, too. The analog, like, SNES. Uh, I bought one of each of those, like, the Famicom version and the U.S. version. And I bought the Genesis, I think. I, like, found... They were, like, stashed in a closet while I was getting the boys' Christmas presents down. <laughs> There's just three boxes in there. I was like, the fuck are these? And I look, it was analog... And I was like, is this a, I, it, my mind immediately was like, for some reason, I was like, I, I got a pocket. How did I get a pocket? And then I realized what they were and I was like, kind of sad, but also excited. Fucking you. Yeah, dude, you got to fucking bust those out, man. Jesus. I know. I, well, the, so my idea has been to get one of those Retron fives or some shit for in here, because right now I have a PS5 and an Xbox hooked up for whatever reason, if I need to stream off of a console or whatever, or record, I can, right? So I've been thinking mm -hmm. about getting the Retron because that one HDMI output, all retro games, basically, right there. But I know that they're not, you know, they definitely don't get the best 
praise or anything. It's like, yeah, they work, but they're like, sometimes they work, you know. So I'm thinking maybe I might just hook up my two analogs now. <coughs> hook up my SNES and my Genesis. I don't remember how those I'm... work. Like, the Genesis... Well, I guess that wouldn't need to play anything back compat. But does the the SNES analog does that play NES and SNES or is it just SNES? No, just SNES and Super Famicom. See, I'm just trying not to have like 18 things hooked up that I have to like swap HDMI's from and everything. And well, I, I guess mean, I could get a splitter, but whatever. It really depends on what you want because like the analogs products are niche. Like they're not right. for everybody. If you just want something that's going to play your games and not give you a bunch of headaches and you don't like. You're not going to fucking fret about a little bit of screen tearing or, you know, whether right. or not the dithering looks the way it's supposed to, you know, like then a retron is probably going to be fine for you. You know, it, it'll it's analog stuff is more just like I buy into their shit because I love their like aesthetic. I love their design language. It's very oh, clean, yeah, very nice looking. And, they, and yeah. I'm I'm also stupid and have so money to spend on that. Um, I have, I will let you borrow the Retron if you want to borrow, if you can't find one to buy, I'll let you borrow this because it's collecting dust because I've had some problems with, um, Genesis games getting stuck in it, like really hard. The menu, the loading menu, like really sucks. Um, Nintendo NES games, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And I'm pretty sure that it's not the carts themselves. I think that it's this. So that's picky because I mean that's the thing too is like do you ever know with cartridge based games because unless you have like an authentic SNES that so, you can try it and of course the controller that came with it is just like horrible Garbage. gross yeah, but that looks terrible I would but, never touch one of those but you have you have you know your Super NES your Nintendo and your Genesis controller so you can use eight bit though yeah. you use anything that's a replica I would just use a, a oh, no. OEM but on that note um. I, I'm going to show you one of your Christmas presents, Jehovah. <gasps> okay. <gasps> oh, how bad is it? I haven't been able to play it yet because, like I said, sometimes it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, there you go. I think, to I think Total Recall on NES is actually maybe good. I don't remember. So yeah. when I get... That's fucking awesome. I've, I've actually been kind of just in that, like in the mood to go back and find all those obscure movie titles that got made in like the nineties and just buy them all regardless of their, if they're good or not. Like I, I saw that, you know, like Waterworld's a game and it's supposed to be, uh, it's, it's horribly bad that it's good. Right. But it's the Waterworld game. So I just want to have it, you know, just to have it. But, uh, whenever we get done with the renovations and everything and my basement actually gets built, we're going to have, uh, not only are we going to have golden tea, Area 51, maybe if Frank can get my bar top arcade actually uh, uh, fixed, uh, we're going to have uh, Rush, uh, San Francisco Rush, and uh, Silent Scope. Fuck, is it Silent Scope? Or? Okay, Silent, Silent Scope. Scope. We're going to have all those, but I'm also, I'm going to have just like one spot where we just hook up all the retro consoles and just ideally a wall full of fucking cartridges and OG shit and everything. So we can just go down there. And get drunk and like play shit that we would never play otherwise. You know what I mean? Like I just my vision is is just having every option basically that you can think of and and just throw it in and have enough controllers for everybody to play and shit like that. So I mean that sounds like a blast. Yeah, I'm excited. That sounds good. 
You gotta see if you can. You gotta see if you can buy a House of the Dead machine, though. That's what I'm holding out hope for. <laughs> I, miss... I can ask that guy. He he literally like after he hooked up the two and left, he he gave me he gave me his business card, which I don't remember where the fuck I put that, but I've got him on Facebook. Regardless, uh, he was like anything you could think of that that you're looking for. He's like just ask me. He's like we've got warehouses full. He's like this is what we do. So I was like okay. <laughs> I oh, man, I would have so many fucking questions for that guy. I don't own it. I don't own any like uh, arcade coin op machines, but like I, I went to arcades as much as I possibly could when I was a kid, right. as much as my parents or grandparents would take me. So like, I just like that's such a like formative memory. Hey, for me, you have you been to the Oak? Well, you probably haven't been to the Oak Park Mall recently, though, have you, Andrew? They have a place, um, well, you know, there's two places in KC. you got, like, what is it, Up Down and whatever it is. And then... I've been to Up Down. And then you've got the, at the Oak Park Mall, they've got this big room, and it's just, um, you pay, like, by the hour, and you don't have to use any tokens or anything like that. I didn't go in there because I was going to, it was already on a time crunch, but man. Oh. Dude, that sounds great. Up Down is such a good fucking deal if the place wasn't so goddamn popular that it's basically impossible to play anything because it's so fucking full. I don't remember, like, what night it was that we went there. If it was a Friday or Saturday or whatever, but it was uh, Nate's bachelor party. And we went down there. I think it was, like, 20 bucks or, like, 25 bucks maybe. And you got four 16-ounce, like, Miller Lights or whatever, just, like, your basic whatever. But they were, like, four 16-ounce cans and like a hundred tokens or something. I mean, it was like absurd. It was a fanny pack, literally with their logo on it, full of tokens. It's just like more than you would even need more than likely. And I spent like a couple dollars worth of those tokens because it was so fucking jam packed full of people that finding anything that you could even just walk up and put tokens in was hard to do. But yeah, I mean, it's like, I almost wish that place wasn't as popular as it is because it was really fucking cool. Like, it was worth it just for the beer, and then, like, the games were free, essentially. When I was a, a kid in Kansas City at Station Casino, it's no longer Station Casino, now it's Ameristar. Um, I think it's Ameristar now, they might have changed it again, fuck, I don't know. But that was one of the places that I knew had a decent arcade, and every Tuesday, you could come in and you would pay 10 bucks at 5 o'clock, and then they set all of the machines there that didn't give you tickets to free play. Free play. So it was like, I remember beating a lot of games like that. I would go there well, with my dad. He, dad. My dad doesn't even play video games, but he was like, yeah, I'll play House of the Dead with you. Sure. So I wonder if I've never been like during daytime, you know, like well, we, we were probably there at like 11 o'clock at night. So I've got a, I've got a bad. business proposition. Let's open an arcade during COVID. Yeah. I'm for it. No, we just, we Great just idea. rent out the entire thing instead of going to Fogo. Would they, how much would that cost? Like, I know that renting out a theater and all that isn't actually that bad, but I would assume, like, it's different when it's, it's not only is it an arcade, it's a bar. Like, renting out a bar for an entire Whoa. night, unless it's like a fucking Tuesday, I feel I'll like. Just, <laughs> I'll just, I'll, I'll pay the Frank bar tab. Worth their I'll, I'll pay the bar tab for everybody. We'll cap it at like 3K, and we'll just know that I'll be drinking like 80% of the booze. Yeah, they're like, yeah, if you rent it out for the night, you get access to all the fucking, uh, all the games and all the beer you want. And I'm like, we, we didn't tell you we're bringing Frank, so <laughs> now you're out of business. It'd be one of those nights where I have to take four shirts to drink in because I'm constantly spilling beer all over myself. I have to change shirts. <laughs> have Which you, has happened. I'm guessing, 
I'm guessing you <laughs> haven't, but uh, the place in Sedalia, the the mini golf uh, leisure yeah. leisure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, are they even still open? I don't know, but I'd like to run that place. Well, I remember like the last time I went in there, there was like a surprisingly um uh they they had a there's a lot more arcades in there than what I even realized. Like last time I went in there, I was like, holy shit! But just like no one goes there, it's crazy. They've got go karts, mini golf, pool tables, and a decent sized fucking arcade. And like you never hear of anyone out here ever going there. Like no one books birthday parties there and shit. As far as I know, I don't even know how they're still in business. But yeah, Frank. You and I need to rack up some money and we'll just buy that place uh, and actually put some advertisement into it and turn it around and call it the fucking get... metaverse. <clears throat> Sorry. I know you guys have limited experience, but if you if you could pick one arcade machine that you could just have, what would you pick? Not and don't you can't say like a fifty and one that like that that should not fly. Yeah. I would maybe give you one of those S and K ones that had like multiple slots. Because they had like four max, I think, and you could switch between the games, but that's that's all I'm giving you. I think like my knee jerk reaction would always be like Area 51, just because that's the one that I always like. It just, when you think of like the most badass arcade as a kid, I think that was it. That's like the first light gun game I ever remember seeing as an arcade cabinet, and it was pretty much everywhere. It was because it was super popular, and just, I don't know, but and, and I already have that one. Uh, but, uh, other than that, and Andrew and I talked about it a little bit is the, those fucking Mario Kart arcades are super fucking cool. And if you have more than one, which a lot of the racing games are like that, it's not necessarily unique to Mario Kart, but you link them together and you actually race against each other and shit. So, which my, uh, my San Francisco rush has that capability by the way. So if we find another one, boys, we can land that bitch. God. Uh, what? All right, I can't really pick one, but it'd probably be Area Fifty One or Carnival, right? Was that oh one? yeah, Carnival. Carnival. Forgot about yeah. that one. Um, Carnival was awesome. And then With the shotguns that you could pump. And then was it Rush Twenty Forty Nine? Was that the one that came out after the I, futuristic I, one? I think that I kind of like that yeah. one a little bit more than that one. Yep. But then isn't there like Cruising Exotica too? Like I fucking loved. I mean, like it's so hard for me to say because I had. My last two jobs, at one point, my last job for like five years, I had an arcade directly across from me and I had access to all the tokens. So, I mean, but I do remember from my childhood, one of my favorite arcade games that I've ever played, and it is so absurd, was a fucking Street Luge game. And I've never been able to see one of those yeah. ever again in my entire life. But it was, it was fucking like... Never saw one of those. St- fucking Street Luge. Like, I remember... That's crazy. There was like a while there where there were so many arcade games that had big, elaborate things that you had to do. Like, I remember there was a skateboarding game that you had to yeah, like pump the tail one. of. You had to like kick it to do ollies and shit. It was really fucking hard do to you... do if you were a little kid with little kid legs. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I'd be too scared of that one too. Do you guys remember, because I've brought this up to some people and they don't remember it. And I'm pretty sure it's not a fever dream, but the Star Fox arcades. Which We've talked so, about this before. Yeah, there was there was one at at the fucking bowling alley in Sedalia of all places. There was like I mean they only had like six arcade machines. They had that back room, but I don't think that was always there. It, I remember it wasn't even back in that arcade room. It was right outside the door of the bar. There was just a fucking Star Fox arcade, and I remember thinking that was like the craziest shit. I still think you're. Like, I think we looked this up, and I think it does exist, but I still think you're wrong. I still I'm, think you're thinking of, like, Afterburner or something. 
I'm so fucking sure. <clears throat> Try to find if this place is still open or not. It looks like it's open, but I can't. I see closed for the season. They're closed for the season. They're they're closed. They're gonna be open up back up in springtime. It's still there. <coughs> Who? Leisure, oh, leisure, uh, leisure. Yeah, dude. Let's just think, go in with a sack of quarters and offer to buy the place. I think it's, for me, <laughs> for owning a coin op arcade, since you guys asked, would probably be. It would probably either have to be like a classic fighting game like Street Fighter 2 or Marvel vs. Capcom 2, something like that, in a cabinet I've always right. wanted to have. Or a game like The Simpsons Arcade or X-Men Arcade. What are your thoughts uh, on the, the one-up one? Beat em up? Well, we talked about this a little bit when I was over at your place, but like, mm -hmm. the I love the X-Men Arcade game. I think it's awesome. But the one I would want is had two CRT TVs next to each other. Yeah, and had six I, I'm, joysticks crazy. on it. I've never heard of that. It was fucking massive. It was so big. Um and so it's like it's I wish if if one up made a version of that somehow, I would consider it. Or yeah, like Turtles in Time is also up oh, there, yeah. of course. Gauntlet I, fuck. I'm excited to see Oh man, yeah where one up arcade starts going with things because they, they got pretty trashed on early on. Their emulation was really bad and like the buttons and joysticks even and everything. But if if you I listened to a guy the other day and he was talking about how much they've progressed since then and they're really starting to kind of get stuff figured out and uh they, they look a lot better now than they did before. There I'll, there's I'll a rumor that. that uh that Blitz might be coming. Which I think would be really cool because I'm I keep being real tempted to buy the four player NBA Jam, but I've never really been into basketball and everything. But but everybody like dabbles in some NBA Jam just because it's so silly yeah. and it, it just it's can great. be fun, especially four player. Like, why not nab one? I think I might, but but Blitz I would a hundred percent buy. Oh, that, I forgot gotta, out NFL Blitz. Jesus, Christ. that's got to be a nightmare with all the fucking licensing and shit. And wasn't there yeah. the NBA Jam too for the fucking arcade? And what was yeah. the, Oh my god. And Blitz we was fucking fun. That. Blitz was so fucking cool. There's a four Blitz player cabinet for one up arcade for NBA Jam that I'm really tempted to get. Oh man. What's the. They make a machine that has, I think, X Men Arcade, but it also has like Children of the Atom and I think some other X Men games in it too. It might have like X Men versus Street Fighter. I mean, there there's a few of those that one up has that are like uh, collections. Yeah. Like you can I'd, get you can get Galaga on like, I think you can get Galaga Galaxy <coughs> and then you can get one that's like, Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, Pac Man. There there was like four Pac Mans and Galaga. Yeah. There's yeah. And then there's a cabinet with like Frogger and like six other games. It, it's pretty fucking cool what they're doing. And, so, and they're I've seen people be like, but they're so fucking they're so much of a pain in the ass to put together. No, they're not. I got the golden tea. I mean, it was like, I mean, it's a fucking arcade cabinet shipped to your front door. Shut the fuck up. I just, I don't understand. It's not that bad. But, um, yeah, they're doing some fun shit over there, man. I, man. I've I've turned my, I've turned my nose up at him in the past just because. Yeah. I don't know. Anytime no, I walk into shitty an arcade. People. Anytime that I walk into an arcade cabinet that has a modern screen on it, like a flat screen LCD or something, I kind of tune out. Like, I just, if it doesn't have that sh shitty old CRT, because right. they all look like garbage now. <laughs> I like, I, I just, it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't get my rocks off. Um, 
So, but I don't want to buy the one-up arcade ones because are they're blatant, they're blatant ripoffs of that other company's shit. Did you see anything of that? No. If you look into it, the one-up arcade ones, the ones that they sell at like uh, Micro Center and all over the place on the internet and shit, uh, they actually, I'm pretty sure I'm like 100% on this, um, is that they stole like the cab designs, like the, the MDF cutouts and everything. Like from uh, um, we lost you, Andrew. Huh? No, you didn't. I'm still here. I've se- I've seen while I've been looking into One Up Arcades that there is like another company out there, but it's I didn't even like click into their website. I don't think because it looked that obscure. Maybe it's not there, but, but hmm. I wouldn't doubt that they. You know, I mean, I how much there's so much shit like that where like someone has a really cool concept going and then people with the money and the connections come in and, and license <coughs> it and turn it into what it is you know um because because i, I really wanted to get one of the one-up arcades but then i was reviewing stuff because you can get into a real wormhole of um of buying cabinet stuff oh yeah um, but but there's certain ones that also make a lot more sense like getting an original golden tea or even emulating it i mean you just the the one up arcade is the obvious option there, right. and it, and it's really solid. Uh, I saw some people saying that there was like trackball issues and stuff like that, but I've had nothing. I've had no complaints about mine, and it's a super fun cab for like when people come over and you can start up a fucking four player match of golden tea and have some drinks. It's super super fun. Because because I brought this up earlier, I do I need to finish the thought. Um, one of arcade makes a four-player X-Men cab. It's not six, but hey, that's pretty good. Right. And they also make another Marvel cab that has Children of the Atom, maybe the Arcadium, I can't quite tell. Um, X-Men vs. Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom, the first one on it. So that's that's a pretty solid cabinet too. But also fuck the thing fuck that these are like three quarter size. I hate that shit. Right. Um Give me full size. Are you done with that? I'm thought? an adult man. I'm an adult man. Yeah, but you're also yeah, tiny man. in stature. You're, you're. I am petite for an adult man. Sure, <laughs> that just didn't need to be <laughs> said, though. You yeah. uh, All right, but like, all right. So I've got like two projects I got to work on right now. I I got more than okay. that. I got a lot more because I still haven't mounted up my fucking <laughs> uh, my VR system. But anyways, I need to get the European adapter and figure out exactly which adapter I need to fix the arcade thing and get a hold of that guy and talk to him. Are you talking about for like just for power? Yeah. Do you can get those yeah. on Amazon like I know. Super- when I bought those when I went to Europe, I got like a fucking ten pack and they came to my house in two days and it was like ten bucks. But I drove to like Target and the pawn shop and nobody had any adapters. Well, fucking of course not. Why would they? Yeah. But You're not doing a lot you of You have the internet, battles. boomer Frank. <laughs> Hey, I can order this. it now. You'll have it in two days. Cool. Here's another project I got to fix, though. Arcade's more important. Look at this thing. This thing. <laughs> Why did you buy a vintage camera? I didn't buy it. My mom and dad gave it to me because they bought it before they lived in Belize. So it's like 35 plus years old. It's probably worth like $1,200. Uh, sell it. No, I'll fix it. Oh, I, I, I finally I'm figured sure out how to get this. Or something, at least. What are you, a fucking camera collector now? I am now. Oh my he God. doesn't, like, don't ask him questions like that. Like, he just buys things. Uh. He's a he's a magpie, essentially, with a big wallet. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you I s- do the same thing, so I can't say too much, but Jesus yeah. Christ. 
I got a really nice uh, lens. I got some really nice glass for the other camera that I'm going to give to my parents so they can do nature photography whenever all the the uh, pelicans and the seagulls come in for the winter. But this thing is so cool. And there's only like one person in KC that can do repairs on these. And then the other person is like in Topeka. Ugh. Ugh, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a thing anymore. Yes. Yeah. It still has the... the 35 years ago that they bought before they went down to Central America. Still has the, the, the quality control pass sticker on it. Nice. And, and uh, I've got film for it. And it's got a pretty good lens. These old Canons, the AL1s, these are like whenever they first started fucking with like autofocus technology too. So it's... I, it's, just, I just sold one of those like nine months ago probably on my eBay. Shut up. One of these? An AL1, yeah. I, I bought an entire like garage full of camera shit from a lady on Facebook, and I've been piecing it out for over a year. Which which what? which garage is this stored in? Shut up. <laughs> which warehouse is this stored? The one in? with the security system and cameras. You oh, so them. either one of them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, hey. Also, this is very important. This is important. I doubt it. That's what I was going to say. The screen printing equipment. Did you ever find the screen printing equipment? I told you right where it was when you were in my house. It's in the garage. Oh, I thought you said it was on the, the shelf. Oh, no. fuck. My bad. Oh, I can show you next time you come out here. It's. I, I've got so much shit that needs to be done. My dick needs played with. i got a bunch of shit need moving around. And You can handle probably both those on your own. Mm. But I'd rather not. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Blah. Uh, you have a brand seems, new camera. That seems like a good place to cut it here. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of steam. And I still we still have to play video games and shit. I'm gonna be so fucking tired. Speaking um, of my Steam Deck, that'll be here. Someday. Wait, is nobody? Gonna like have a word, or are we just what are we doing? No, yeah, no, of course. I'm just I'm. <laughs> I was floating the idea that we should stop, and I wanted to see how you guys reacted. It was a soft and stop, then, not a hard stop. And if you reacted favorably, then I was going to close the show. This is a little peek behind the curtain for everybody, because we're st this is still in the podcast. At by least the way. we all have clothes on. Thank you to Javelin for, for letting behind the curtain. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you to Javelin for letting us use your song set up Hopensky as our theme. Thank you to Tyler Edwards for the art of the train. I never figured out why it has a straw in its mouth. That has always eluded me. It's sucking that gravy, boy. It's sucking that gravy Suck up. It, it runs on gravy. It drives on gravy and it runs on gravy, bro. So it's doing some like Kenny G circular breathing type shit? Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's a perpetual motion machine. By the way, if the you're not catching us on stream every t uh, Wednesday, you're doing it wrong. Uh, basically, I, I would say about noonish every Wednesday. Look, f look for the tweet. There, there'll always be a tweet. Um, as long as we're on top of our shit and not being fuck ups, there'll be a tweet that'll have Andrew's stream, Frank's stream, and my stream. So you can come watch check us one out or all three at the same time. We're uh, at Tim the Tapman on Twitch. Yep. Yep. Um. You know the what? word of the week? What? I fucking hate Wade the bug. Get it in. Wade the bug catcher. He always fucking keeps calling me. Okay. Like he wants. He's 
finna stick his ditto in my Miss Jinx. The word the word this week is saxophone. 